Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Ken Miller Show, Trent Con and myself with you until 2. Coming up, we will speak with Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. Do a lot of these. We'll do some Chiefs with Nick. We'll get our man uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Hughes, Bear Report. You got it, yes. Uh, and, of course, Dave Sinekin, who covers the Packers. Trent, we're going to talk more Bears this year than we have in the last couple of years. I hope Which so. Which would be good. I'm, I'm guessing you won't. Yeah. Uh, you know, rock the boat on that one too much. It's I've been team. in this uh, market now for a decade. I haven't been able to talk as much Bears as I would like. Right. It's a lot of Packers. Yeah. A lot of Chiefs lot. that I ever anticipated when I moved here. Really? Because in eastern Iowa. Chiefs don't move the needle. Not at all. Yep. And I, they do here to the extent that they open up a Kansas City themed sports bar okay. downtown Des Moines this past week. Oh, really? Truman's, huh. I think it's called. Like yeah, the Truman Complex. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know if it's doing. I mean, if it's move you know, bringing right. people in right. or not, but um, interesting concept. It is. That, I guess the owners of it thought that there was enough interest in Kansas City sports, mm-hmm. and certainly there's a ton of Chief fans here. And there are Royals fans, but I think the Chiefs are probably again. I have no idea how to separate. I give it twenty five to the all four. Twenty five percent, twenty five percent. Baseball wise, they're clearly the Royals. I mean, it's Cubs one, Cardinals two, then what? Twins. Or yep. Royals, depending on how Probably good we tw- think they're going to be. I still think it's the Twins. I do, too. I Does it go back to WHO broadcasting that, those that's games? That's a big part of it, because I told you the time. We had the Twins here on the station many years ago. And uh, we had an event at Seven Flags. And Dick Bremer was here. It was their caravan that they, mm-hmm. they go through. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bremer was here and Burp Lylevin and all, you know, some old... I think Royce Molly was around. And... Like, why are they having it at seven events in that huge room? And I walked in an hour before anything was even starting, and it was packed. Really? I, I was in shocked. The Seven Flags Event Center. Yes, I was that's shocked. A big, that's a big room. It, it, was, it wasn't just hundreds. I, there had to be close to 1,000 people. Had, I mean, the Cyclones would have their Meet the Coaches night there. Yeah. And it was, I mean, I know that building can fill up. Mm-hmm. I was so surprised by it. Mm-hmm. So. And I was doing my weekly twin show at the time, so I remember I was like, that. Oh, and I, I had a lot of people that. come up and then say, "Hey, uh, enjoy the show." And I yeah. said, hey, "I guess I'm not the only so twins the fan." So the Royals in this caravan, market. you don't think would fill Seven Flags? I don't think now with the recent success, mm-hmm. those those Royals fans really came out of the woodwork, didn't they? Because when I first moved that, here, Trent. I didn't see you'd see a Royals hat and you'd say, "Oh, isn't that cute? Look at that! Mm-hmm. He's still wearing his Royals hat. What a what a fan he is!" Right. But they were few and far between. A lot more of them these days uh, walking around town, which which is a good thing. But, yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I, I I'm sure it's very close. Mm-hmm. And then you get into, I mean, do, do we even consider the Brewers a regional? Are no. there any White Sox are kind of no. the same vein? No, it's more important probably the Yankees. I would the think Red that Sox they would probably even. be number four, number number five rather. You know, I think the Yankees probably are number five. They might even be higher than that. Do you think they, they might be three? Over Twins or Royals? Uh, they, they might be. Really? Ah. I mean, you love them or you hate them. Sure. That would be... I, I know that... We your first the... Twitter poll right there. Nah, I don't want to do a Twitter poll on that. 
A would have to help me. Yes. You're not <laughs> a fan of the, of the Twitter polls. poll. I I'm know. not a fan of the Twitter polls. <laughs> uh, a couple of things I want to get to. Let's first, um, because I want to go back to football for a second. I want to pick your brain a little bit. I want to go back a year in time. Okay. In fact, let's do it right now. Yeah. Let's go back a year in time. When uh, you you were working with Jimmy B and mm-hmm. you were, were working with us as as the you know the update guy and fill in guy, and we were talking Iowa State spring football, we were talking Iowa spring football this time last year, and get your opinion on who the you know whose team was this, and you can give me three names, and then we're going to try and forecast who's because because I mean nobody saw Josh Jackson, mm-hmm. nobody saw Josh Jackson, no right coming. No. Um, I liked him. Okay. All-American. I mean, right. I thought he'd be a nice, serviceable starter. Sure. I mean, when you're talking about the faces of Iowa this time last year, it was Josie Jewell. Mm-hmm. It was Akram Wadley who for, uh, decided to forego an opportunity to play in the NFL and leave early. And there was a ton of buzz around him. Really, was there who was that? Was was it Matt Vandenberg that we were talking about? Just because he was the, you know, he's got that extra year of eligibility, mm-hmm. and he was really the only name that we knew um, as far as in the receiving core. We didn't know Nate Stanley. We we didn't know Nate. I mean, Nate Stanley didn't win his job till the fourth week in August, almost. So we weren't talking about him. No. Who else were we? We weren't talking about James. We like James Daniels. A guy that was getting probably a lot of run wasn't even on campus last spring. That was A.J. Epinesa. Okay. And there was a lot of talk about how much is he going to see, yeah. what's he going to do for playing mm-hmm. time, you know, those kind of things, the first five-star recruit and how long. So he was, I mean, he was a big talking point even in the spring before he even arrived on campus. It's a good way to put it. Let's, let's, let's call this the talking points. Manny Ragumba taking that performance against Michigan, and he's going to be what Josh Jackson turned out to be. There's a lot of talk about that. Mm-hmm. Suspended first game, and mm-hmm. he just never even had a year that got off the ground nope, last year. No, he didn't. Manny Ragumba was another one of those kind of main talking points, I think, for the spring. And then, I mean, it, it came back to the quarterback position where... But he wasn't a talker. It wasn't his team. No. We know Nate no. Stanley's the guy this year. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nate Stanley would be, the, with this time next year when we do this, we'll be talking, we will talk a lot about Nate Stanley. And we'll be, be talking about... Let's do Iowa and then do Iowa State. We'll be talking about a lot about. <laughs> Help me out. No uh, thought. There's there's a good one. That that's is that Panessa the guy? Is is that does he take that leap now? Mm-hmm. Does he go from a guy that that's helping out and now you got Nelson and him on each end? And, and... see, I think Anthony Nelson's going to be. If you're talking about whose team is this? It's mm-hmm. it's Stanley's offense. Whose defense is it? Anthony Nelson. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Talk about one-two punch. Yeah, right. And and, then Epinesa is going. We're going to be talking about now. Conversely, Iowa State last year, we were talking a ton about Jacob Park. Yes, and didn't turn out. We were talking a ton about Alan Lazard, Cotton Moya. Cotton Moya was a healthy season. This is right. That that might be one of the great mysteries for me of Iowa State football. It was Kamari Cotton Moya, just because. When he he had so many injuries, uh-huh. when he was healthy, he and was so, so good. good early in his career. But then, I mean, suspensions mm-hmm. just he, he seemed like a lot of baggage there. Yeah, when our just what if? What if he was healthy for four years? Didn't have those extras that were going on around him. Just I, I think he would go down as an all timer at Iowa State. Yeah, I, 
when he was right, he was so good. And he was the guy that it was his secondary, so he falls into that category. Yeah, yeah. Brian, Brian Peavy wasn't Brian Peavy yet. Right. Right? Joel Lanning was a story, but not for the reasons that it became. When when, when it became apparent that uh, uh, certainly against the run that he could play, and then when he could come in and play quarterback, and then the, uh, the, the his last touchdown pass that he threw to a— uh, I don't know if a fellow CIML alum and Alan Lazard. But we were talking about Jacob Park and Alan Lazard, and I think Kamari Katmoy would be that guy. Yeah. Because Ray Lima, we had no idea. No. Tonga Mo, we were talking about, well, not in the spring. No. We talked about him in July and August is when's he going to get here type of thing. We know about Spears. Mm-hmm. Jaquan Bailey showed enough in his freshman that you thought, you know, this kid's going to really be good. I think he's ahead. Of, he was ahead of schedule last year, though. I didn't. I didn't anticipate he'd be that good. Because he's. I mean, he's. He's an so NFL is, player. Is, is, yeah, I think he is too. So is he? You know, when we look back next year, as the guys we were talking about on Iowa State's roster, mm-hmm. who are those guys this year? David Montgomery. Yeah, uh, I think the quarterback tandem with Payne and Peavy. They. I, I think, think Peavy more. So. Peavy's better. Uh huh. But there's pains physically. Yes, yeah. But I, I almost consider them in lockstep. And yeah, in no, the, he's really good. Don't yeah, get me wrong. In, in the Big Twelve, you well, you got to have three or four. Mm-hmm. But that's a pretty good start with those two. And I, I know they're excited about some of those younger guys mm-hmm. back there. There's not an offensive lineman. I mean, I know they're excited about uh, Julius Good Jones. Yes, um, I get that. But Knipple coming in eh. as a true sophomore from Iowa Western. Yeah, and just with. Coming into an offensive line that had experience, and he just he just bullied his way right in. Played all, started all twelve games. That's I said. Didn't realize of, that? Did he start all twelve? I didn't realize that. In terms of upside, which you know, is a good thing because yeah. we weren't, you know, it's offensive line. But. Yes. In terms of upside, he might have the most NFL upside. Really? I, I talked to uh, somebody over at Iowa Western that mm-hmm. that played ball with him for his one season over there. And they just said that he is still scratching the surface. He he developed so much from high school senior to his one year there. And he didn't go to Iowa Western because of grades. He went there because he wanted to get offers. Mm-hmm. He got a ton of them. I mean, Penn State was calling. Mm-hmm. Penn State's well, going out and hanging out in Council Bluffs. Yeah, that gets your attention. Absolutely. Yeah. I know but, there's another name that we're missing, that, that, that it's, it's his team. Hmm. Who you got? Keem Butler. Okay. Yeah, I mean he's he's the heir apparent to Lazard, right? Yeah, they, they still got they've still got a really good group of receivers there. Mm-hmm. But he, the, the way he flashed last year, and he's got all this. Uh, and look, you go back to was was it Matt Campbell? It was Matt Campbell. Um, that said of all the guys in the, that all the guys in the in the receiving meetings, he's the one that has the most NFL upside. Did he not say that? Yes. I'm paraphrasing, yes. yep. but something along those lines. So he's one of those guys. Spears is one of those guys. Lima's one of those guys. David Montgomery's one of those guys. They got a lot more guys than they normal. They do have guys. <laughs> this is a different Iowa it State is. roster than it what really we are used to. It really truly is. I mean, I think you struggle at least. I, this is kind of a first blush exercise, right? Mm-hmm. I I struggled more to find those guys at Iowa than I did at Iowa State. The ones that that the, you... the jump off the the the, the jump the last year the 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 jewel the Wadleys. Here's one back uh, to the Iowa, Tristan Wirfs, another true sophomore. Okay, I he is. I mentioned uh, when we were talking with Doctorman earlier about the uh, updated roster and the weight gains. Mm-hmm. 
He's up to 322, something like Is that. Is he really? Iowa guys aren't built that way. And you look at him, he's not he's not a Wisconsin offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. He's he's not burly around the middle like right. those guys. He is a monster of a man. You talk about scratching the surface. Maybe that's the guy that all of a sudden so we're the, saying he's got one more year left after his true sophomore well, season, and, and he's be. he's on his way to the and, league. And that's what we're trying to do here. We're yeah. trying to find those guys. So we've got Worth, Stanley, and Fant on the offense. Mm-hmm. Nelson, Epinesa, give me one more. Can can you go back to the Rogumba well again? Mm. Was it just... Brandon Snyder was really coming on before. I mean, he lost all of last year. Mm-hmm. But you go back to his season prior to that, and he was a whipping boy early. Early, <laughs> I mean, they killed him on the boards. <laughs> yeah. But all of a sudden, the calendar turned from September to October, and boom! I got the guy. It's you Amari got the Ho- guy. It's Amari Hooker. That kid's going to be a star. Yeah, he. You're right. The you're way right. he played. I mean, the initial yep. play against yep. Ohio State. It's Hooker. Hooker. His brother was awesome basketball player up in North Dakota. I was talking to Horner when I saw him at state basketball. Were you? So that kid is the best kid, and he said his little brother who's at Iowa is just as good. And uh, Mari Hooker is one heck of a player. Okay, so you got to use. It comes down to you, Worfs or Hooker. You can only take one. Ooh, because you got the two guys on the de- on the defensive line. Yeah, uh, you got Fat and you got Stanley. I'm gonna go. <laughs> That's tough. That's really tough, Ken. But will we have missed, because we certainly missed on Jacob Park last year in a yeah. big, big way. And Cotton Moy never, because we would have talked about him, and he was kind of, didn't really elevate his play to that status. Still worse. Still worse for you? Because he's got the size. He has the athletic ability. The kid, just watching him when he was in high school, throws shot. Yeah. I mean, just the explosion, out of, the athleticism for a guy that size. He's going to be a first-round draft pick. I'm, I'm going right there. Wow. I'm going there. He'll be the next. Mark the tape. There it is. 116 on March 20th, 2018. Yeah. He'll be a first-round draft pick. You know, a guy that we didn't say for Iowa State, and he was second-team All-Big 12 Conference. <laughs> I'm not killing the kid, right? I know that this is going to sound like I am. Chase Allen caught four passes last yes. year. Yes. Right? <laughs> I mean, if you have a, if you have a son or if you have a, a nephew that maybe has some athletic abilities, a big kid, get him to the Big Twelve to play tight end. <laughs> because other than Andrews at Oklahoma last year, who's going to be a high draft pick in the league this year? I mean, the drop off from him yeah. to the second team All Big Twelve tight end was Chase Allen. He caught four passes for thirty nine yards. Yeah, that's it, and that's good enough to get you second team in the Big Twelve conference. It's not bad, right? I mean, I hear- well, I, as I said before, Trent, when he got notified, he had to look around for hidden cameras. You guys are That's pulling a, my leg, right? A, screwed with him. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm not. You're not. I'm not that stupid. Mm. You I'm not going to fall for that. <laughs> Just anyways, I got another youngster for Iowa State, and we're. I talked about PV and Payne together, mm-hmm. but Azuna, I really liked him last year, and you're going to have to play. Pretty much, all, you're always playing nickel in some form. Yeah. Iowa State does it, you know, with safeties, kind of, they have the star position mm-hmm. and things like that. Well, but, in the conference where they chuck the ball as much yes. as they do, sure. Azuna, I liked it. It wasn't a ton of time, but when we got to see him last uh-huh. year, I, that's another probably under the radar, kind of that next tier. But if you're looking for a youngster, 
I think Azuni you got to put in the mix as well. All right, let, let's move on real quick because I want to spend a couple of minutes on this. Um, Trey Young is said that he's going to forego the remainder of his eligibility at Oklahoma. He's going in the draft. When Trey Young comparisons come up instantly, it's Steph Curry. Yes. Steph Curry played three years. Steph Curry's bigger than Trey Young is mm-hmm. physically. Yes. I think he's taller. And I know that, and Steph Curry never going to be you know confused with a big dude, but Trey Young is, what does he weigh, 170, 175 pounds soaking wet? That's what he's listed. That's what he's listed at, so yeah. he's 165 pounds maybe? Yes. He's an incredible basketball player. Trent, I think he's going to get knocked around in the next level uh, that is the NBA. I mean, you look at Allen Iverson, who is fearless, right? Mm-hmm. Is, and right after they got knocked out, his Trey Young's dad came out and said he'd be better served. He hopes he comes back for another year, returns to Oklahoma. Trey Young's going to be a lottery pick, but wasn't he going to be a lottery pick next year? Wouldn't he be one of those guys that physically, is he ready for this? I'm not sure he is. Well, remember back to Steph Curry, and I'm bringing this up for you right now. Here, here's a look at Steph Curry as a collegiate. He was skinny. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was frail, and he built but on he that But he stayed frame. three years. He I'm did. sure he did, right? Three yes. years. But also kind of thinking of that. So you got Steph Curry, who was still thin coming out, and now look at him compared to where, I mean, he is, he's never going to be thick, but he is a much stronger. You look at his arms, he is built now. Well, now instead of getting 20-year-old Steph Curry, you're getting 18-year-old Trey Young. You can build that earlier, get him in the NBA weight training. Uh, you're not in school. It is all mm-hmm. about it's true. this is your profession. I think it makes sense. Do you? And maybe more importantly, he developed a lot of bad habits as the season went on. The The guy that, you know, I still remember the game against Northwestern when he just was going off back in December. He was a completely different player a, week, uh, a month later. Mm-hmm. A month later, he was a completely different player. Developed so many bad habits Turn don't the ball let over that, a ton, Trey. Yes. Don't don't let that continue on. So, honestly, I think this is a good thing for him. Do you? I Normally, I'm with you. I would prefer to see guys stick around for this one. It's time to move on. Time to move on. He is ahead of schedule. This was a nice player. A McDonald's All-American, but not one of the top five players in his class. You see this skill set. It can work. It works with what the NBA wants. Get there. Develop your body. And... And make a little bit of money. That's a good thing. Yeah, too. his uh, his, his uh, star trajectory, if you will, is, is kind of like Barclays when you go back to the Penn State and the whole mm-hmm. Heisman race. I mean, Trey Young was the uh, player of the year in college basketball in November, December, January, February. He's had a number of guys pass him by, I think. Mm-hmm. Barclays, same way. At the end of September, give him the Heisman. Why even invite anybody else? <laughs> right. Remember that? Yes. He didn't even get invited. No. That's how far he fell. Now he's going to be the probably second pick in the draft. Although, as I said yesterday, I think the Giants are making a mistake. Anyways, uh, speaking of football and NFL, we can take a few minutes and uh, talk Vikings. We'll do that with all the teams. We've had Nick Athens from the Chiefs on a couple of times. Uh, we also had Dave Sinekin when you were gone. Let's do some Bears because they've made some moves here in the days to come. As we continue on here, Blair Kirkhoff still to come, Kansas City star. On the Big 12, Blair gets by about 145 or thereabouts, 140. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I until 2 on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. On March 31st, more than 300 riders on horseback from across the state of Iowa will deliver donations to Easter Seals Camp Sunnyside in Des Moines. In the 50-year history, the group has donated more than $10 million to support Easter Seals Iowa and Camp Sunnyside. The community is invited to welcome the riders into Camp Sunnyside at 3 p.m. on the 31st of March. Easter Seals Iowa provides exceptional service to ensure all people with disabilities or special needs and their families have equal opportunity to live, learn, work, and play in their communities. For more information on Easter Seals, Iowa, or on the Pony Express ride, visit www.eastersealsia.org. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. Come on, smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. Yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. Or maybe he's teething. Maybe it's just a phase. Maybe... He has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at AutismSpeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Okay, let's clear a few things up about secret clinical strength antiperspirant. Number one, it's not actually a secret. You can tell anyone about it. Two, it's clinically strong, which just means it's good at preventing sweat. Like... Twice as good as regular antiperspirant. Three, strength is a cool word. You don't really see it a ton on women's deodorant packaging, so we were like, sure, let's shake things up. Four, sweating is the worst. Four and a half, not sweating is great. So you should buy secret clinical strength antiperspirant. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that 
will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Join the American Lung Association's Fight for Air Climb in downtown Des Moines on April 8th to help fight lung disease. Register today at fightforiowaclimb.org or call 515-309-9507. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. As promised, uh, going to take a, a look at the Vikings. They've had as uh, busy the last couple of weeks as any of the, quote, local teams, although the Bears have been busy. The uh, Chiefs making a few moves. Even the Packers are involved. But the Vikings, uh, they got their quarterback room. They've got a couple of new ones in tow. And Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com, joins us uh, to help us with that. Uh, Tim Trenton, Ken in Des Moines, thanks for coming on. Uh, three quarterbacks gone, two quarterbacks in. Uh, let's first of all talk about the guys that have left. Um, are you surprised that any of the three, or I guess put it this way, of the three, who surprised you more that they are no longer on the roster, if anybody? Well, I'm I'm actually not surprised that that all three of them are not on the roster, given how much the Vikings were in early on Kirk Cousins. I mean, it became pretty apparent three weeks before free agency started that that uh, Cousins had a had a big interest in Minnesota, and Minnesota had a big interest in him. But um, when you look at what each of the quarterbacks that left the Vikings got, I am absolutely shocked at what Sam Bradford got out of out of Arizona. I mean, when you're talking, I mean, it, initially it was phrased as a two year, forty million dollar deal. Realistically, it's a one year, twenty million dollar deal. But it has fifteen million guaranteed, and that part of it shocked me because I thought it would be something more in the lines of, 
eight to ten million, and maybe you have incentives that can where he can reach the twenty million mark. But to give a guy who has missed as much time in his career as Bradford has, and that includes fifteen games with the Vikings that he missed, um, I just I'm really surprised that the Cardinals were willing to dish out that much in guarantees. Well, from the Vikings' perspective, a lot of people surprised about all the guaranteed money given to Kirk mm. Cousins. Different way of uh, doing a contract. Was that, you know, the sweetener to make it uh, make him sign on that dotted line right away? And is this going to lead to a changing of guard? Maybe not across the league, but at least as it pertains to quarterbacks. Could you see something like that happening? Yeah, I mean, we really don't know if this is the start of a trend or a one-off situation with Cousins' contract and, and how much they guaranteed to him. But it was very apparent uh, with Cousins' agent, with Cousins himself talking, that this was something they had been looking forward to for two and a half years. And that was a big reason why Cousins did not accept any long-term deals, instead just took franchise tag after franchise tag in Washington so that he could find a team that was willing to guarantee him that. Now, I will say I think he was lucky to find a team that um, is surrounded by talent or can surround him with talent that the Vikings can and that they were also willing to commit that sort of money. The other thing that goes into it, is in talking to, to Vikings general manager Rick Spielman a couple times this offseason, it became pretty apparent that he was tired of dealing with a quarterback carousel that involved Teddy Bridgewater in 2015 making the most starts, Sam Bradford in 2016, Case Keenum in 2017. I think he really was intent on finding a quarterback that he could, that he thought was good, first of all, but he also thought, hey, this guy has a great chance of staying healthy for most of the season, if not all of the season, and Kirk Cousins hasn't missed a start in three years. So all of that factored into why they were willing to give him uh, so much guarantee. Mm, Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com uh, is our guest. Tim, uh, uh, backup now is Trevor Simeon. It's kind of ironic. Uh, Kyle Slaughter who's still on the roster, and Simeon shared, shared a quarterback room in Denver prior to uh, Slaughter becoming a Viking. Uh, look, S- Simeon, to me, as a Bronco fan, he- he's not the reason the Broncos are out of the playoffs. He's he's also, I don't think, a quarterback that can lead you consistently to the playoffs. But in the role he's going to be asked to play, um, I-, I think Trevor Simeon is a perf- in a perfect spot uh, to do what he's going to be asked to do. Yeah, I mean, to me, this is one of those, it, it makes sense for the Vikings to go out and get him. I, I agree with you. I don't think he is a guy that you want to try to ride five, six games, but having Cousins, a guy who played 16 games each of the last three years, in as your starter, and Simeon backing him up, uh, you know, the hope would be that the Vikings don't have to have Simeon make any starts. If they do, maybe it's one or two starts, but it's sort of a similar situation to what the Vikings had last year with Case Keenum you know, kind of a rocky career up until joining the Vikings. And then, you know, he signs a one-year deal, $2 million. Essentially, that's what the Vikings have with Simeon now. They have him for another year under contract, $1.9 million. And if he does get in there, they hope that the combination of a good defense 
and strong offensive weapons means that he doesn't have to have a bunch of 300-yard games if, if they need him to, to start. He has to just kind of manage the situation, you know, be efficient with the ball, and not make many mistakes, especially in the red zone. So I, I agree with you. It makes sense from what the Vikings were looking for, what they needed, and not wanting to pay a lot. I'm interested, uh, Tim, just on the, the perspective. The Vikings, they finally went all in. They, they went for it. Just a couple minutes left here. But now after they did it, is there some trepidation from the fan base? Oh, boy, what's the future going to happen? Oh, we got all these free agents that are going to be coming the next couple of years. Now that they've done it, is is there some people maybe saying, why did we take that jump off the bridge? Well, I mean, there were people saying that before. You had Teddy Bridgewater supporters. You had Case Keenum supporters. And probably, to a lesser extent, Sam Bradford supporters. But um, I think the biggest trepidation is, what was the right move? Was it to pay this much for a quarterback? Uh, or was it maybe re-sign Keenum for something like the Broncos got him, $18 million a year, and then have a better chance to re-sign more of those free agents that you mentioned? You know, there's there's Eric Kendricks, there's Anthony Barr, Daniel Hunter, mm. and Stefan Diggs, all coming up after the 2018 season. Mm, 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 mm. Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. Tim, last thing, uh, Sheldon Richardson, um, your, your thoughts on that move and are are we missing a move? Was there one move that you know that we didn't bring up that you thought maybe deserved more spotlight that flew under the radar? We only got sixty seconds. Yeah, no, there were only two moves made so far. I think they'll they'll look to bring back a couple of their lower level own free agents, guys like Marcus Sherrills, perhaps Jer- uh, Jeremiah Searles. But um, Richardson to me is a prove it deal. It's a one year mm-hmm. deal. Eight million could go up to eleven million. But he's a really good player. I view him as a guy that can can produce what we thought Sharif Floyd was getting to before yeah. the the injury. So I, I, I like the signing. It's just uh, you would hope they could do something more long-term with him in the future. Good stuff. Thank you, Tim Yotter. We'll talk to you in the weeks to come as we get closer to the draft. Thanks, Tim. All right, sounds good. Thanks. Good to talk to you, Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. Trent, when we come back, we're going to eventually get Blair Kirkhoff. Just mm-hmm. got a text. He's making his way through security. What's the Kansas City Airport's name? At the Kansas City Airport. I've never flown out. I of... have a couple of times. Yeah. I didn't like it. No? Didn't like it. Like Omaha way better. Anyways, he's he's going to be late. Yeah. Probably will, in the middle of our next segment, he will mm-hmm. join us. But he's bound and determined to do so. Blair Kirkhoff on the Wildcats of K-State and the Jayhawks of Kansas. He's headed to Atlanta. We will talk to him next. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 
888-900-3833. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Nobody knows paint quite like the pro. And nobody appreciates pro painters quite like the Home Depot. During Pro Appreciation Week, March 19th through 25th, Pro Extra members get special discounts on top pro brands, like 25% off all bare pro paint. Nobody beats our prices, guaranteed. And that's especially true for pros. Pro Appreciation Week, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Available in-store while supplies last. Must enter Pro Extra phone number at checkout to receive discount. dirt and grime and bring out your vehicle shine with super savings on O'Reilly Car Wash. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up a gallon bottle of O'Reilly Car Wash for $3.99. Clean, shine, and protect your vehicle with O'Reilly Car Wash on sale for $3.99 at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa Chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter, online, afsp.org slash Iowa. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Hey, honey, I'm going to the chicken coop to watch the tournament. Oh, wait a minute. Our team didn't make the tournament. Yeah, but, you know, my second favorite team did. Oh, really? And who's that? Um, 
Um, the, Let me guess. You're in a pool again, aren't you? A couple of them. Yeah. Gotta go. Bye. It's tournament time, baby. No need to flip channels to watch the game. The Chicken Coop has all the games from every network on every TV. The Chicken Coop. Serious about food. Serious about the tournament. Welcome back. Final segment here on a Tuesday. You've got the Hawkeye Huddle coming up tonight. Trent Condon yes. from 5 until 6. Kirk Ferentz met the media today at 2. I'm sure Tom Cakert will be uh, chock full of information. And um, I, I did see from Chad Leistikow early today, I'm assuming all the uh, Iowa press will be given the opportunity. There's going to be 10 different opportunities during spring to meet with assistant coaches. Good. So good for Iowa. Uh, transparency as we go through spring football is uh, is always welcome, especially welcome when we have no basketball teams alive, right, as we yes. start to, uh, to spring football. Maybe we should... Uh... Throw our head and hand in the ring, you know. I think uh, there's probably an opportunity to do that. Sure. Maybe at the end of it, yeah. Uh, we can uh, see. If we're going to recap in Iowa City. See if we can uh, do the same thing in Ames because they are underway. As we found out uh, from Dylan Mons today. Um, you know, Ferent's going to talk here in a few minutes. It'll be in time for your show. But mm-hmm. what, what do you think we're going to hear? In, in, from where you sit, obviously the running back is a huge, uh, a huge area of concern. The mm-hmm. linebackers, as they have to replace all three, that's never easy to do. Uh, secondary, I mean, for the second straight year, you lose an NFL player. Um, offensive line, is, is, James Daniels is a first-round pick by all accounts. Yes, yeah. I mean, I can't find a mock that doesn't have him in it. I mean, there's probably one of them that's out there. Sure. But the the reputable ones, if you will, all have James Daniels, and some of them have him going before Jackson. It's unbelievable. I, from where we were at the end of the season to where we are today. To give me a name that might just, you know, take, take uh, throw his hat into the ring just to see where he stands. Right. And now he's going to be a first rounder. And you know who's going to go? Top 20 pick. He's the top 20 pick. You know where where most mocks have him going? No. At 16 to the Baltimore Ravens, whose center is, they they need a center. And wouldn't that be cool? Because he would have a former Iowa, although he didn't play with them, but uh, of course, Marshall Yanda. uh, One of the best guards in NFL history. Without a doubt. He's a terrific, terrific player. Um, And, you know, could could share an offensive line with, uh, with another Hawk. Kid from Anamosa didn't have many offers coming out. Went up to Nyack, who doesn't even have a football program Is that anymore. Right in Mason City, and uh, that's where he went. I didn't realize yeah. that. Now he might end up a pro football Hall of Famer. Yeah, no, he's talk really, about really a path. Good. And and first came on some people's radar uh, when he clocked Rashawn Parker. Yeah, I mean, just depleted him. Yes, one of the best blocks. Yes, you will see in terms of of that. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. So. Uh, yeah, that's what we have coming up here. And coming up right now, we have Blair Kirkoff on the line. All right, let's get to Blair Kirkoff, Kansas City star. He's uh, on his way to Atlanta, Kansas State, uh, Kentucky, an improbable matchup if there ever was one. 8.37 tip on uh, Thursday night. Uh, Blair joins us. Uh, Blair, Trenton, Cannon, Des Moines, thank you for coming on. When the bracket came out, uh, I'm, an- I'm anticipating that you didn't foresee a Sweet 16 matchup, K-State and Kentucky uh, in Atlanta. Five versus nine, yet here we are, Blair. Well, let's put it this way. I, I had the Wildcats in this game, but yeah. neither the Kentucky or K-State. Um, I, I had Arizona in the Sweet 16 coming out of, uh, you know. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, it just goes to show how, um, you know, just how incredible the first weekend was. I think we say that every year, uh, but just for whatever reason, it just felt uh, – 
Uh, maybe it was just because of Virginia's loss, but it just—it was just mind-boggling. All the all the action that occurred and the upsets and the buzzer beaters. It's it's why the first weekend of the NCAA tournament is one of the best sports weekends yep. of the country. You know, in all the calendar year. Player uh, Dean Wade, uh, I saw an interview after the game after they'd uh, knocked off UMBC on on Sunday night. He said he was. 98%, not a number you see thrown around a lot, but uh, they're going to need Dean Wade in this game, I think. The chances that he plays in your mind, Blair, or what? Yeah, I think I, I, I'm i going to hold him to that 98%. You know, Bruce Weber told us, I was in Charlotte, Bruce Weber told us that if there had been a, a real emergency, like, you know, if they needed somebody to to throw an inbounds pass that, you know, that, that only Dean Wade, because of his size or knowledge, could could do, they would have played him then, but they just didn't want him pounding his his, his injured foot, and and they they didn't think he could just uh, you know play defense the way they needed to play defense those two games, which was phenomenal by the way um, in, in Charlotte. So he sat, he rested, and 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 I, I expect we'll see him on the floor. I don't know if he'll start, but we'll see him on the floor for Kentucky on on Thursday night, which um, which will only help the Wildcats. All conference forward, a little bit of a matchup problem, I think, for Kentucky because the way he can he can stretch it out and and then score at the hoop. So that gives Kansas State a little bit better chance. Although, to be honest with you, I, I don't like their chance as much in this game at all. So, if they would have played Virginia instead of UMBC, do you think we would have saw him on the court on Sunday? Yeah, that's a good question. I maybe maybe a little bit more. Uh, to be honest with you, both uh, in the Creighton and UMBC victories, um, Kansas State benefited from having a smaller lineup. You know, out goes six six ten Dean Wade, and in comes six one Kamal Stokes, who was a you know had been a starter for the previous year and a half, got himself injured, uh, and then this kind of worked his way back into the rotation. But it, what it did is it gave Kansas State a, a, a true three guard lineup with Barry Brown and Cartier Jara. And you throw Kamal Stokes in there too, and you've got you got kind of three point guards. It's almost like the the the, the lineup that Bruce Weber had at Illinois that he took to the you know to the championship game in '05 with uh, with Johnson and Luther had those guys. Um, but and it worked well for him. It worked well defensively. It worked well in a matchup situation against the Blue Jays and and, uh, and UMBC, and uh, and it got Kansas State to the second weekend of the tournament for the first time since 2010. So. But now I think when you when you match up against Kentucky size and athleticism, uh, three guard lineup probably gets smothered, and you and you got to go with your, your you know with your height when you where you have it, and that of course is Dean Wade. Uh, Blair, do I get a sense from where we sit here in Iowa that there's a little redemption maybe for Bruce Weber? I don't know if his seat was hot or not at K State, and this is a guy that's been to a Final Four as as we know before at Illinois, and he's had some success at K State. Uh, it's been a while, as you mentioned, since they've got to this round in the tournament. Uh, but what what's Bruce Weber's uh, doing as far as you know? I guess lack of a better term, his status, if you will, is he is he reminding people that he can coach at this level? Yeah, I think that I think that's right. You know, when you when you talk about Bruce and and how Kansas State fans feel about him, it goes back to the day he was hired, and it was a surprising hire. And you, and you got to remember what the mood of the Kansas State fans were when Bruce was hired. They were they were angry because because Frank Martin had left Kansas State to go to South Carolina, the immensely popular Frank Martin. And that was basically a, um, you know, uh, uh, this, this town ain't big enough for the both of us 
decision between uh, with, with Martin and, and then athletic director John Curry, and Curry won that battle. Martin went to South Carolina. Kansas State fans were really unhappy, and, um, and it, I, no coach um, was going to be universally accepted at that point. But then when it was Bruce Weber who had been, you know, who, who lost his job at Illinois, who was about to take the job at, at College of Charleston, had already told them yes, Kansas State, um, you know, hires him. And that just didn't go over well with, with the fan base. And, you know, in his first year, he's a co-champ of the Big 12. He takes Frank Martin's players, um, Angel Rodriguez and Jacob Fulton. No, it wasn't Fulton, but uh, Angel Rodriguez and, and, and that bunch. And they they, 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 they they lose both games to Kansas, but they end up tying the Jayhawks. But that's a good start for Bruce Weber. But then he loses his first NCAA game. He's a four seed, and he loses to 13 LaSalle in Kansas City. And ever since then, I think Kansas State fans, the ones who'd never wanted him, still don't want him. And the ones that were on the fence were saying, we're looking for excuses not to have him as the coach. And one of those excuses was he doesn't win in the tournament. Well, it, he didn't win in the tournament until this year. Now he's won two games. He's got K-State in the Sweet 16. And uh, and I think begrudgingly some, some of the Kansas State uh, anti-Weber fans are, are, are moving a little closer to the fence with, uh, with Weber. Well, the other Kansas team, not very often you say that in basketball. Yeah, really? <laughs> but uh, back to the Sweet 16 for Bill Self's bunch. And they get Clemson, a Clemson team that looked incredibly good uh, in their first two games. They've had some injuries, but it seems like they've kind of righted the ship. And and now uh, for the Jayhawks, it's you still got Duke in the bracket, but is the expectations Final Four bust with this team, or it'll be another disappointment in the fans' minds? I don't know. If, I don't know if Kansas fans feel about this team the way they did about the previous two when they were when they were top seeded teams. You know, last year with Kansas, you had them playing in this round in Kansas City, and you had the, the National Player of the Year in Frank Mason and. The year before that, um, they they ended up losing to Louisville in the Elite Eight and in, in, in uh, or to Villanova in the Elite Eight in Louisville, and Louisville, of course Villanova went on to win the national championship. So those were you know at the time those were crushing defeats for a favored Kansas team. I imagine if if it is Kansas and Duke in the regional final in in Omaha, that Duke would be the favored team, and even though Duke is the two and Kansas is the one. I don't think Kansas fans would be crushed with a loss to Duke the way they were last year when Oregon handled them at Sprint Center. Having said that, look, you you get this far and you're a number one seed, you know, there there is an expectation level uh, attached to to you. And and, uh, uh, whether this team is more capable of of getting there, I I don't know, probably a little less because they, uh, they, they, they have some shortcomings. Kansas doesn't shoot well, they don't win. If Azabuki is not on the floor, yeah. they're the big man, they, mm-hmm. they don't win. So both of those things have to happen for Kansas to have a chance. And they can both happen against Duke, and they still don't win, because I think Duke is that talented. But uh, uh, but we'll see. Maybe maybe because of that, this will be the year Kansas breaks through when when people don't expect them to have to, to get to the Final Four. And Blair, last thing, we only got like 45 seconds left. I, I, just a real quick hit on the on the Royals. Look, I, I'm actually relatively impressed for what they were able to pull together late. I like the John Jay signing. Moustakas comes back. Grimm is a very talented. If he ever puts it together, they've got a, and again, if being the key word there, but he's certainly got potential. He's got all the tools, I think, to, to be very good at his craft. I like what the Royals have done late in the 
the process to try and cobble together uh, a team that's going to compete, I think. I'm not saying they're going to win, but uh, I think they're better than they were in January. Yeah, and I, I would throw Lucas Duda in there, too. Good with, point. Uh, with from former Met. Yeah. So here's what I, I – that's a good point. And I, I think the Royals fan takeaway from this needs to be the rebuilding has begun. Um, Hosmer's moved on. Kane has moved on. Vargas, the key pieces have moved on. The rebuilding process has started, and yet they signed some players to, to, to club-friendly contracts uh, that will allow them to, to not have to – tank in the way that the Astros and the Cubs and some others have tanked in the past four or five years uh, to get back to get to the top. And, and so I, I think the Royals can, can have it both ways. They, they can field a team that you think has a chance to be 500. And if you're at 500 at the all-star break or so, then you're, you're only probably a game or two out of the wild card and you can give your, give your fans some hope. Yep. And meanwhile, you've got some prospects, uh, you know, you, you, you're going to you've got uh, like four picks in the first forty this summer because of the compensation picks for Hosmer and, and Kane. Um, you, you've got some young talent now. The, the Royals farm system not so great. Uh, it starts to get replenished this year. I really do think Dayton Moore, the general manager, did a great job here in the last few weeks, and, and the Royals can kind of not, not the best of both worlds, but be better in both of those worlds than they were when the off-season started for them in October. Good stuff. Thank you, Blair Kirkhoff. Appreciate it. Great talking to you guys. Good talking to you, Blair Kirkhoff. Boarding a plane, headed to Atlanta. We are out of time. Hawkeye huddle from 5 until 6. Real quick, do you have anybody else lined up? Uh, talking with Alex Halstead and also trying to track down Ryan Fagan, who is uh, one of my favorites. He's got my favorite beat of all time. He does college basketball. Uh-huh. When that ends, he goes right into baseball. That is good gig. Those are the two beats that he does for the sporting news. Uh, that is... I, if I, I could have something like that, I mean... I see you turning green over there, Trey. little envy showing. Absolutely. We are out of here. We'll be back tomorrow at noon. It's the Ken Miller Show. Thank you for listening. 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker. 1700 KBGG. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting Wildwood Hills. 
hillsranch.org. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. At the Food Bank of Iowa, we know it's hard to believe that someone you might know might be struggling with hunger. But when one in eight Iowans may not be sure where their next meal is coming from, hunger may be closer to home than you think. It affects all kinds of people parents, students, families, like the Hardesty family. Even though they work full-time, they struggle to make ends meet. But with three children, giving up isn't an option. We help families like the Hardesty's every day. You might not know this family, but they could be your neighbors. Together, we can help ensure that all of our neighbors in need have dinner on the table. Donate today at foodbankiowa.org. We're the Food Bank of Iowa, and together, we can solve hunger. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9, Des Moines. Join the American Lung Association's Fight for Air Climb in downtown Des Moines on April 8th to help fight lung disease. Register today at fightforiowaclimb.org or call 515 309 